Hello everyone and welcome to Living Wakeful. I'm your lovely host and fearless leader, Aja. And although you won't hear it, um, this is the third episode that I have recorded today and both of the both of the first two were an hour long. So this human being has a lot to say today. Um, and I didn't know that because I was just going about my day. And then I got in the car, started driving and recording and suddenly there's there's a lot to say. So I want to talk to you about money, um, money, right? And, and, and awakening and non-duality in money. Who in their right mind believes that in order to be awake, you have to be poor or that you should enjoy being poor? That's bullshit. That's such bullshit. That's so completely inaccurate and childish and and misguided. And this obviously there's only me, there's only oneness, so the one who's who's creating that opinion is me too. But it's not me over here, it's me in another body or several other bodies. Um, I've been accused of spiritual materialism because when I woke up I started bragging about it a little bit, um, and also, and also, one of the one of the things that motivates me still to this day, when I, after after post awakening, is learning how to leverage the wisdom of this awakening into an income, and so I've been accused of spiritual materialism before. What the fuck are you talking... Is the material world not spiritual? What kind of bullshit is that? What? What? What What do you... What's wrong with material success? There's... There there isn't a damn thing wrong with it, but... Ego sees things only as right and wrong. It only sees should and should not. And even... It takes that right into... Talks about enlightenment and thinks an enlightened person should and an enlightened person shouldn't. That's bullshit. Any human being can do what the fuck they want, especially an enlightened one. I'm not going to sit here and talk like that. But this idea that just because you're spiritually awake and there's this inherent sense of fulfillment in every moment doesn't mean that you shouldn't want money anymore or that you shouldn't you shouldn't make money anymore or you shouldn't try to make money anymore just because you're spiritually awake that those two things don't connect in that sense one does not exclude the other i should say they do connect but one doesn't exclude the other um there's nothing wrong with one with being both spiritually awake and enjoying your abundance and wanting more abundance i'm i'm unpopular opinion over here at least somewhat unpopular. Those of us who are awake know what I'm talking about. Those it's only it's only ego that thinks a spiritual person or a spiritual teacher or or a, or a spiritually awake human being shouldn't do anything. Should or should not do anything. Those are those that's again that's back in duality. Should and should not, better and worse. And so you must not be really spiritually awake if you are trying to use your awake if you if you charge for for an awakening session if you charge $225 for a clarity session and $400 for an awakening session you shouldn't charge that much money because you're a spiritual teacher and you have you have the spirit you have the energy of spirit in you so that should fulfill your 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 desire for money that's bullshit 
That's bullshit. Obviously, if you're imbalanced towards greed, then that's obvious. But if you if you have a gift and and you know what your gifts are, and perhaps your gift is your ability to communicate the awakened perspective. If your gift is the ability to communicate the awakened perspective, fucking charge people for it. And I lost a friend over this, and that it still makes me upset. You hear the voice cracking. <clears throat> Or maybe that was just because my throat was dry. Because I don't feel that upset. But the in the moment, it was definitely heated. Um, I basically gave him a consultation. Because there's a lot of bullshit in, his relati- in this guy's relative experience that he wasn't addressing. And I'm noticing all of it. Because when you're awake, all you do is notice. All you are is noticing, really, at the end of the day. But when you try to be a character, then the, the noticing aspect of you gets overshadowed or covered up but actually you notice everything around you you can't not because you are noticing itself you are that which notices what's happening you aren't and you're also and notice that what that which notices what's happening isn't separate from what's happening so it's both of those things this is what we mean by non-duality is you're both that which notices what happens and that which is happening it's not one or the other. You're not just consciousness and you're not just spirit. You're not just material. Consciousness and material are the same thing. Or it's just you can't even call it consciousness anymore because it's, it's simpler than that. But anyway, I'm, I, that's, a, that's a very absolute perspective. And we can go there and definitely in my clarity clips, I'm going to be discussing exactly. I'm going to be pointing back to this unknowable reality. But right now I'm speaking relatively relative to this human experience and relative to many human experiences is this idea that when you wake up money is no longer important it's like look i don't care how spiritually awake you are if you if you want to live a normal human life you're still gonna have to go to the grocery store i fuck enlightenment if i can't go to the grocery store and pick up what i need to pick up i don't i don't want to be that enlightened i'll stay where i'm at if there's, if there's higher degrees of awakening which render me absolutely immobile, absolutely mute, absolutely silent, but there's just this radiant bliss in everything, then I don't, I don't really want that right now. Maybe when I'm 50, but I'm 21. I, I've got a whole lot of ego and, and materialism left in me. So this idea that once you wake up, money isn't important, you shouldn't go after money, is childish. It's a childish perspective. The, the, call, the whole idea of spiritual materialism is something an ego would come up with. Because it, it's splitting things into two. It's This is spirituality and this is money. And if you're going to be a spiritual person, you shouldn't like money. <laughs> it's silly. It's silly. It's childish. It's it's not recognizing that your relative experience is also the spiritual experience. They're the same world. So the way in which you walk in your relative world and the way in which you walk in your spiritual world are not separate. So if you're going to be abundant spiritually, if you're going to have this radiant spiritual bliss about you, it's likely that you're, you're going to become the kind of human being that attracts money. And it's likely that you're going to want to uh, uh, leverage that ability to attract people, money, whatever whatever it is that you want. When you become awake, not become awake, when you recognize what you are as awakeness itself, 
that has tremendous attractive power. And one of the things that that can attract is money. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And this sounds like I'm defending the actions of this particular character, but this is for all people who are awake and are struggling with their finances or are ashamed or people who are awake and, are, and have an abundant financial situation and feel ashamed about it. I feel ashamed because I'm awake and I have a Bentley, you know, <laughs> it's like, what, what, could possibly, what's, what, what could possibly be wrong with my life right now? I have everything. There's nothing, who said you shouldn't have everything, you know, who says you can't have your cake and eat it too? It's only the ego that thinks, well, if you're going to have this, then you can't have that. If you're going to be good looking, then you can't also be smart because that's too good. And then that, that puts other people down. Screw what other, part of awakening is becoming selfish. This is, this is what I mean by using your spiritual discernment is basically selfishness, supreme divine self-love. They say that, and, and to some degree, then RDJ must be awake because they say that Robert Downey Jr. is surrounded by an impenetrable aura of self-love. And I believe that. And I know that, I know that if I sat down and, and had a coffee with him, we would probably make good, make really good buddies just because we'll, we'll be connecting at the level of consciousness. I mean, he's this you know, millionaire superstar actor, and I'm just like a guy, but those are just roles, but we will meet at the level of consciousness because he's consciously masculine. You watch him in any interview and he, he is in control, whether the other person realizes it or not, he's in control. And by in control, this doesn't mean he's forcing things to go his way. It means he's allowing things to go his way. This is what I mean by blockages in the last episode, the last recording I did with regards to spiritual with regards to spiritual blockages is charisma isn't something that you earn or that you work for it's something that you allow yourself to have we could say all people have a natural intrinsic charisma to them because charisma is just is just uh the ability to connect with people the ability to connect with people and to make people want to connect with you not make but allow the ability to be attractive to people everyone has charisma but the, the degree to which we allow ourselves to be charismatic is different for every person. And the degree to which we allow ourselves to be charismatic is the degree to which we love ourselves. And so this is why RDJ, who he's a good looking guy, but most of that is because he's taking care of himself. Is if he, you know, just ate cheeseburgers all day, didn't shave, didn't get a haircut, walked with a hunch, he wouldn't be attractive. Attractive is a choice he's making. He's, he's consciously choosing. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to get a really sexy ass fucking goatee. I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear nice suits. I'm going to stand straight up and I'm going to scan and survey my situation. And I'm not going to look for validation for anyone. I'm just going to be myself in whichever way that means to me. So, and that's, that's awake. And so he's, I don't know to what degree he's awake to absolutism. I don't, I don't really care. He's awake to his masculine essence. And so there are different degrees and different areas in which we can be more or less awake. Is Perhaps he's very much awake to his charisma and perhaps not so much awake to, I don't know, family situations. Who knows? Everyone has their own, their own blind spots. Everyone's different. Um, and I'm not trying to sit here and, and put him down at all. Um, so 
Anyhow. Being awake or being consciously awake rather than unconsciously awake means that you are going to start attracting things that you want. And it's not going to be by your effort. It's just people are going to start giving you what you want. Even before you know what you want, people people are going to start catering to you and they're not going to know why. They're just going to start catering to you and your needs, you're going to start attracting more money, you're going to start attracting more sexual partners or more potential sexual partners, maybe you don't even want to express that in every situation, but you are going to be attractive in multiple ways once you once you awaken to true nature, and there's nothing wrong with that with regards to money. People have this deep shame and this guilt about money or this fear around money. It's one, it's one of the areas in which I want to address in my, per, in my own community because I know lots of guys that use money as an excuse not to follow their dreams. I, I spoke about one in, in, a, in a prior episode, in the last episode I recorded. Um, I know lots of people who use money as an excuse not to follow their dreams or or who who are abundant financially and ashamed of it. Both of these stem from this great sense of fear around money. I say money is the root of all evil. Not quite so sure about that, though. I'd say people's attitudes towards money is the root of a significant amount of the evil in the world. That's a much more accurate statement. Is if you have a a very unhealthy relationship with money, it's going to screw up a lot of areas in your life. So if you have a relationship with money where you just spend, 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 um, then that's going to, that's going to, imbalance your area your your life in a lot of areas if you're someone who hoards money and 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 doesn't let anyone touch their money that's going to that's going to be another area and there's something about it there's, we place too much value in it is we think that our, that our our value in a human being as a human being is somehow intrinsically tied to our our financial situation it's it seems it's our social value we should say is somewhat tied to that. It's not even it's not even that much tied to it by the way. Your social value is far more to do with are you present when you're with people? What is your presence? And I'm going to use the word presence. If you're a man, if you're phys- if you identify as a male, are you exuding a masculine presence? That's where your value comes from socially. Money is second. Although, if you have if you have if you have an impenetrable an impenetrable aura of self love, you might start making a lot of money. RDJ was in. He was a drug addict and he was in jail. Uh, when he something happened, something shifted in him. He made a shift, and it wasn't he did it consciousness did it over there 
consciousness suddenly flipped and went from devaluing that human being such to the point where it, it got itself thrown in a jail to valuing that human being. And then when consciousness decided to value that human being, other human beings, which are also conscious, noticed it. They couldn't not. And so we could say that the consciousness over here has chosen to value this human being. And that has attracted a lot of attention. (laughs) Has attracted a lot of attention because this human being lives in a relative situation in which a lot of human beings maybe value themselves in one way and not in another. We'll call it like that. But this human being, this consciousness over here is choosing to value this human being in just about every way it can every way it knows it can because I'm not, I'm not the best at math so I'm not going to sit here and brag about my math skills but I'm, I'm pretty fearless these days I'm pretty socially fearless like, like I said I just stared down this, this guy and I didn't stare him down like in an intimidating sense he was trying to intimidate me but I just watched it completely and I can't, I can't even describe this but completely unaffected by his and this is a much bigger guy than me with a very very intimidating look in his eye and we just shared we just shared more than a few seconds of eye contact and so I'm going to brag about that because I know that most human beings can't do that or consciousness knows that most human beings can't do that yet but it can't but this one can so consciousness is going to brag about that through this human being because it can do that but what it can't do is develop a software program that changes the world. That's not that's not where this human being's strengths are. That's for other human beings. That's fine. So and and there there we go again with with personal value. Um is we have we have this inborn drive to greatness and the degree to which we love ourselves is the degree to which we man- manifest that drive. When you don't love yourself and you, you think you love yourself, the ego thinks I love myself and this is why I'm not going out to, I don't know, go pursue a music career or whatever. This is why I'm working at the, at the, at the Amscot and then I come home, I come home, smoke weed and go to sleep is because I'm protecting my, myself, my sense of identity is I don't want people to judge me for my art or my music or whatever it is. <clears throat> So your ego is actually your self-hatred disguised as your self-love. Your ego is all the ways in which you you feel inadequate disguised as the ways in which you want to protect yourself. So again, a a human being who loves themselves and doesn't need validation from anyone with regards to a, a specific talent, let's say, has no problem expressing that talent in front of other human beings. It's only a human being that doesn't love themselves that has a problem, let's say, if they're a good singer getting up and singing in front of a crowd. And so if you have a good if you have a high degree of self-love, you have no problem singing for people. Because you love yourself and you love the gift that you've been given a voice. And but the ego will will, will twist it and go 
no, I love myself. That's why I'm not going to sing in front of these people because I love myself because I want to protect myself. It's not it's not self-love. It's self-hatred is you have this inborn greatness in you. And I'm going to just speak about singing right now. You have this inborn greatness in you and you're afraid to express that. You're unwilling to express that in front of other human beings because because they might they might be resentful towards you because you're an amazing singer. So they might resent you a little bit for it. And so it's fear. It's not coming from love, though. Self-love is is what pulls you to act. It's not what prevents you from acting. So ego is your self-hatred disguises your self-love. Um, don't feel uncomfortable being materialistic. The material world is also spirit. So you don't have a cho- you don't have to make a choice between being spiritual and being wealthy. Those two things can and often do go together. Spiritual inward and material success, quote, outward, go together. As above, so below. As within, so without. So you see Eckhart Tolle. He's a millionaire. And he doesn't have, he doesn't have this big, boisterous ego. And I'm going to die. I'm the best businessman. I'm going to make things happen. I'm going to take what I want. But there's enough self-love in him to allow all that money to flow into his experience. Um, and that happens with most, most spiritual teachers who, who have any degree of both merit and success. Um, is They start attracting tons of money and that's because they love themselves. Attracting money doesn't mean that you're greedy. It means that you love yourself. Love yourself enough to be able to increase your social value. There's nothing wrong with that. It's only the ego that goes, oh, that's materialistic. Trying to separate spirituality from materialism. That's materialistic. You're being materialistic. All of this, this whole human experience is all this one energy, right? So if you have abundance in one area, it's going to permeate and, and affect every other area. Um, all righty. I think we're good on this, on the topic of money. All righty, and that's going to do it for now, everyone. I do hope you enjoyed, and please remember, what you attend to, you amplify. So do be sure to amplify this podcast. Uh, Share it with the people you know, with the people you like, with the people you don't like. Uh, Do be sure to follow me on Patreon, Twitter, Reddit. Uh, That's pretty much all where I'm at right now. All under the name Aja Shanti, and I will see you guys next time.